Are you ready for the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast hosted by NFL veteran Ricky Sapp? What's up? What's up? Welcome to the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast, your favorite podcast of all time, not of the week, but all time. Look, I'm so excited to be with you guys today. We on Facebook Live. As you guys know, I'm always on Facebook Live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Look, you guys know how we do this. Lean in. Just lean in. Look, maybe you are in the gym. Maybe you're driving to work. Maybe you're going for a walk. Maybe you are, let's see, maybe you're cleaning up. Whatever you are doing, I want you to listen real closely, Ms. Collins. Listen real closely, okay? I love you and thank you for listening and watching the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. It means a lot to me. Look, welcome to the show. My boy Brandon's in the building. Miss Collins, my favorite, is in the building. My Auntie Cindy, the famous Auntie Cindy, is in the building. Listen to this. Shout out to everyone that listens to this podcast outside of the country. Sharon. Did you know that people outside of this country, America, listen to my podcast? And I want to say thank you. Uh, Jamaica, Japan, Canada. Oh, Canada. So many places. Scotland, uh, Ivory Coast. So many places listen to my podcast. And I want to say thank you. Listen, before I start singing, I want to I hear from you guys. So if you're someone that listened to this podcast outside of the country, hit me up. DM me. I'm on Facebook. Everything. I want to hear from you. And you guys that's watching right now on Facebook Live, I want you to put down, where are you watching from? Ivan's in the building, my classmate. I love you. Sharon's in the building. Welcome to the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. We are rocking and rolling. I love you. And it is time for me to sing. Listen, before I sing, I want you to drop a line, tell me where you're watching from, and then enjoy this singing. Now, while I sing, I want you to share my life. I want you to call a friend, text a friend. Now, if you're on Facebook Live, don't call because you got to watch me. <laughs> but send a text message and tell someone about the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. And if you know this song, my favorite song, I want you to sing along. This little light of mine, oh, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, oh, I'm going to let it shine. Oh, this little light of mine. Oh, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Oh, this little light of mine. Come on, Miss Williams. Oh, I'm going to let it shine. And everywhere I go, oh, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Oh, even in my neighborhood, oh, I'm going to let it shine. And when I do my podcast, oh, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Oh, this little light of mine, oh, I'm going to let it shine. I'm getting good. I'm going on The Voice, and I better get your vote. Miss Collins, my favorite, is in Orangeburg, South Carolina. Sharon's in Easley. I know Miss Gina, you're in Bamberg, and my famous... Auntie Cindy is in Bamberg, South Carolina. 
My boy Brandon is in the building. Deneen, who came late to turn table Tuesday. Deneen, shame on you. But you're in the building, Deneen. Deneen, I know that you are in Myrtle Beach, correct? Look, this is the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. You just missed my beautiful, my beautiful singing. <laughs> but I hope you guys are doing well. Listen, Monday, let's talk about it. I pray you guys had a great Monday. And I got to ask you guys this. Did you guys enjoy the Monday dance? Like, I really thought that the one I did Monday was going to be the one. <laughs> if you guys don't know, I post a dance video every Monday. And, you know, every time I do a dance video, for mo well, okay, for the most part, I always think that this is going to be the one that is going to go viral. Because, <laughs> you know, all it takes is one video. One. And I'm willing to bet I have posted about, it has to be what now, Brandon, three or four years worth of videos of me dancing on Monday. Um, I've even started doing some, some Wednesday and Friday. But every now and then, I do one, and I'll be like, okay, you know what? This is the one. This is the one that's going to go viral. And I thought that this was going to be the one, and uh, I guess it didn't go viral. But it was good. If you guys didn't see it, go check out my Monday dance. I thought it was good. The song was rock steady. You know, rock steady. It was a good one. <laughs> uh, Miss Collins in the building. So my Monday was great. Uh, didn't do much, man. I actually, I actually, I actually got some rest on Monday. Um, I've been kind of struggling with my sleep a little bit, um, but um, <clears throat> got some rest on Monday. Watched a little bit of football. My Tuesday has been great. Uh, haven't done much. Got some things done. Um, yesterday I did go to the park. Uh, and made some phone calls. You guys know I'm always trying to connect with people about having opportunities to go speak. So Monday was good, and, and Tuesday has been great. And now I'm on my podcast talking to you guys, and I love you. So I pray you guys had a great Monday and a Tuesday. Miss Collins, I pray that you are feeling better and ready to kick that boot off. Look, I didn't do this last Tuesday, and I want to do it right now. I want to do my mental... Uh, health check-in. Uh, simple question. How are you guys doing? And the next thing is this, you know, I, I love you. And if I can help you in any kind of way, reach out to me. I'm not uh, promising you that I can, I'm going to be able to, to help, but I'm willing to try. But I want you to know that I love you, whatever that means to you. And this world is this world is better with you. It just is. And I want you to believe that. So this is my mental health check in. And I pray that all of you that's listening and watching, I pray that you are happy mentally and you're in a good headspace. Um, you guys know I've I've struggled with anxiety and depression. I still go through some anxiety. I still go through some, you know, uh, mental uh, health uh, issues. I go up and down. And I want to tell you guys this, man. Um, I'm not sure if I told you guys before, but I I still struggle with anxiety. I get real anxious. If you guys know me, Marlena, I, I have a lot of energy. And a lot of times I get anxious. Um, and sometimes where my frustration comes from, comes from is that, man, I get up at 4 o'clock, I work out, and I do some other stuff and go, go, go. And once nighttime comes, I'm still wired up. And sometimes that can sometimes that can bring frustration uh, for me. Um, now on the other side of that, when I don't sleep, because I struggle with sleeping, when I don't sleep, 
I'm telling you guys, you guys probably, you, you guys are probably think I'm lying to you. I can go, I know I can go at the age of 37. I just did it. I can go about three, four days without sleeping. I really can and still have energy. So that brings, you know, you know, I get anxious and get frustrated. So some of my coping skills with that is, if you guys know, I'm always in nature. I love nature. It's just something about walking through the woods or walking through, uh, uh, through nature and seeing, seeing green grass and seeing trees and all that stuff. It's, it's something that's really soothing and healing. I love waterfalls. So I love going on a hike uh, with a waterfall. That is, oh man, that's probably the, the best thing uh, for me, um, for my mental. And just that something that brings me joy. I love it. So you guys see all these videos of me always walking, um, um, to the park or I'm in the woods, I'm going hiking. I, it, it brings me so much joy, man. It, it, and here's the thing. I didn't know that until 2020, uh, when the COVID hit and I went to a rehab, a rehab place for anxiety and depression. And they took me to, they took me hiking. I was in California. They took me hiking and I can remember like yesterday I was walking and I'm walking through this hike with beautiful green rocks, man. It was beautiful green rocks. And I remember walking through this trail thinking to myself, my spirit is doing somersaults. Like my spirit is doing backflips. <laughs> and I felt like a kid in the candy store. And I was like, man, this feels good. You know, so uh, that's one of the reasons why I was, uh, that's one of the reasons why you guys always see me, you know, outside. <clears throat> now, another thing that I, I enjoy doing that I don't do enough of is uh, you guys are going to laugh. I love, I enjoy coloring. I enjoy painting. I love artsy stuff. I love it. So another coping skill for me, for, for my anxiety is um, I play jazz music and I color and sometimes I paint. Now, I don't paint like pictures that you see behind me. I paint like quotes and stuff like that. But those are some of the things that, that brings me joy. And of course, working out, you know, even though it's a struggle sometimes to get up at four o'clock and work out. When I get into it and I'm going and when I get done, you know, it's it's so good for my mental. So I pray that you guys are in a great place. I know that Marlena came in because she wanted to hear me sing. Marlena, I'm ready to sing again if you want me to. <laughs> Listen, I want to tell you guys about this weekend. I mentioned to you guys um, on Sunday, on Encouragement Sunday, the New York Jets are having an alumni weekend. If you guys don't know, I played for the Jets for about three years. And one of my ex-teammates, uh, Danny Lansana, he hit me up and he was like, man, you know, are you going to the, the Jets reunion? Now, I already saw it before and I was like, ah, I might go. But he hit me up and, and he was like, man, let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. So I told you guys that I was going to let you know uh, about it. And before I tell you that, Marlena wants me to sing this little light of mine. Oh, I'm going to let it shine. I dare you to sing it, Marlena. This little light of mine. <laughs> you love my singing. Nikki Duncan's in the building. This weekend, I am so excited because I'm going to I'm going to New Jersey. Um, if you guys didn't know, the New York Jets and the Giants Stadium is it's actually in New Jersey. So anyway, I'm going to New Jersey. Um, this weekend, I'm going to tell you guys because you guys, you guys know when I travel, you guys, you guys are coming with me. You know, I'm going to take photos and it's going to be a big weekend. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to take photos and videos, but I want to give you guys a schedule. So Friday, my plan is to I'm going to drive to Pennsylvania 
Danny Lansana, my ex-teammate from New York Jets, coaches a high school football team. So I'm going to try and catch their playoff game in Pennsylvania on Friday. Then you guys know, uh, if you don't know, Byron Maxwell, one of my best, best friends, man, who I played with here at Clemson. He's a, he, uh, he was part of that uh, Super Bowl championship team for the Seattle Seahawks. I'm gonna I'm gonna go see him. Uh, I think I'm gonna go see him Friday night. I'm gonna drive to where he's at. He's right over there by Philly, and then he's going to the game with me as well. I can take a guess. So he's going with me as well. So Friday I'll be in Pennsylvania. Saturday, um, the events are gonna be. You know they're gonna have the NFL PA. They go talk about, you know, um, you know, pension and all those things that we need to know. And then we'll have like a happy hour and some other stuff. And then Sunday, the New York Jets are playing uh, the Atlanta Falcons. It's at one o'clock. I'll be at the game. Here's the cool thing that they're doing. I didn't know. So we're going to have, I feel old. They're going to give us jerseys. We're going to wear them. And at halftime, they're going to call, they're going to line us up. And they go call our names, and we got, we got to step out, wave to the people, step back, and then go back up top and watch the game. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I think it's going to be an uh, amazing opportunity to see some guys, you know, shake some hands, make make some connections. And I haven't been back in that stadium since the last time I played, which was in 2012. <laughs> so it's going to be cool. It's going to be a cool weekend. I'm excited about it. Uh, so I can't wait to get there. Um, I wish I could have taken my son. It would have been cool for him. And then I wish I could have took my daughter. It would have been cool for her as well. But didn't work out uh, that way. And, and one of the reasons is because after the game, I'm going to go back to my best friend's house, and uh, which he lives right outside of Philly. And I'm going to stay with him for a couple of days. If you guys remember, there's an Italian lady that lived, that she lived by me when I played in Philly. And I am still on the hunt to try and find her. Uh, long story short, she lived beside me and she was just an amazing, amazing lady, man. She tried to bring me groceries. Uh, should I tell you guys a story about what she did to me when I brought a young lady over one day? But she would call me and say, hey, I'm at the grocery store. What do you need? And in my mind, I'm like, you do know I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I don't, I don't need no groceries or anything like that. And, uh, you know, she was like, well, you know, they bring you guys from all over. They take you from your family. So, I want to help. So, and if you guys, if you guys got, if you guys got any Italian friends, they're not taking no for an answer, especially when it comes to feeding you or trying to feed you. So even when I told her, no, she was like, I don't want to hear it. What do you want? So I was like, okay, you know, uh, I'll take the grocery groceries. So she would bring me, I, I never forget. She would bring me raisin bran and milk, uh, candy and bread and just all kind of stuff, man. So <laughs> I am on the hunt um to find this lady man the last time i was in philly i didn't get to see her i pulled up to the place three times i think i think her daughter or somebody pulled up to the door and i'm thinking that it was her that got into the truck and, and left and i waited there for like two hours after that but nobody never came back so i'm still on the hunt and i'm going to try to find this lady look ernestine nikki i don't think you guys know the story this Italian lady lived next door, short. She was fly. Whenever my mom and my godmama would come to the game in Philly, she would bring them in, show them her, her house, and show them her clothes and all that stuff. Um, I'd never seen her house before. I'd never been inside her house, and she lived right next door. 
who was in a condo. So but, but my mom and my godmom came. She brought him in. She fed him and, and all that good stuff. One day I brought this lady in. And to get into my place, you had to know the code. You can open the door and go to the next door, but you had to know the code. So in other words, you know, either you know the code or, or someone has to let you in. So I go out and I let this lady in, tall, black, beautiful lady. She walks in and of course, the Italian lady walks out quick and she's like, hey, how you doing? You know, I'm his neighbor. And I'm like, yeah, she's my neighbor. And she touches her face. I can't make this up. She touches her face and she said, oh, this one is beautiful. No, no, she said, this one is pretty. <laughs> and I just said, oh my God, holy crap, what are you doing? And then the next thought that came to my mind was, I can't even be mad at her. I just can't. So it was so funny. Uh, me and the lady walked in and she said, oh, this one is pretty, huh? So I'm on the hunt uh, to find this lady. Sorry, I just talked for a long time, but I had to tell you guys that story. So that's what we are doing this weekend. We are going to New Jersey. Go Jets. Fly Jets, fly. We're going to, we're going to the Jets game. So you guys get ready for that. Yo, check this out. <clears throat> Myrtle Beach Bowl game. If you guys didn't know, Myrtle Beach! There's a bowl game in Myrtle Beach. And it's at Coast Carolina. And it's December the 16th at 11 a.m. The King, me, Miss Joni, I would, Miss Joanne, I will be in Myrtle Beach, uh, the 12th through the 17th, doing events, hosting one of the teams, and the game is going to be on the 16th at 11 a.m. I do have some tickets, so if you guys um, want some tickets to the game, uh, hit me up. I do have a link where you can get uh, a ticket for you and I think one other person. So you guys let me know. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. Now, are you guys ready for this? Mr. Joanne said, my grandma always touched the face of people. I don't know why. I, man, listen, <laughs> I can't think of anybody in my family that ever did that. You know, I, I just can't. Um, but this little short Italian lady, she did it. And man, I wish you guys could have seen me, man. It was like my, it was like my, my spirit left my body. I was like, is she serious? Is she, is she serious? I couldn't be mad at her, man. I, I just couldn't. Check this out. <clears throat> Here's the question that I have for you guys. We, 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 we have to settle something right now. For all of you that's watching right now on, on Facebook Live, and for those of you who's going to watch the, listen to the playback, we have to settle this. Listen to me. Listen to me. Is macaroni and cheese the make a break dish when you make dinner? Here's what I mean. Whenever you have dinner, let's say Thanksgiving, Christmas dinner, most times you're going to make macaroni and cheese, right? That's an important, important, it's an important dish. If the macaroni and cheese is bad, does that make that meal bad? What do you guys think? I think that macaroni is the make or break dish. Like out of all the dishes at the dinner, the macaroni and cheese has to be good. Like that's one dish you don't want to dive into and it's not good. And, you know, I've always had conversations, Paul, where people will, they would talk about that. You know, you see clips of people eating dinner at, at the table. And when the macaroni gets passed around, the first thing they say is, okay, who made the macaroni and cheese this year? <laughs> like who made the macaroni and cheese? Marianne, listen to me. Marianne, listen. Is macaroni and cheese the make or break dish at dinner? So let's say Thanksgiving dinner, a Christmas dinner. Does the macaroni and cheese make or break that dinner? 
is it important to have someone that knows what they're doing make the macaroni and cheese? In my opinion, I say yes. I feel like out of all the dishes, the macaroni and cheese has to be on point. I can care less about all the other stuff because all the other stuff are going to be okay. The rice, the stuffing, you know, hopefully the pies are good. But I feel like the macaroni and cheese, along with the cornbread, <laughs> has to be good. Brandon said yes. Auntie Cindy said yes. Mac and cheese needs to be great. Um, <clears throat> Sharon said yes. My kids just won't eat if the mac and cheese is no good. Paul said yes. It has to be done right. That's what I'm. That's thank you. So that's what I was saying. That's what I was thinking. Like the macaroni and cheese, um, it just has to be right. I feel like if you're having a big dinner and somebody is, you know, somebody, somebody is making the macaroni and cheese, they have to know what they're doing. So I think that the macaroni and cheese will make or break the dinner. What do you guys think? <laughs> I think so. Watch this. Mary Ann said this. She said... She said, we don't eat macaroni and cheese, oh my God, at the holidays. But I absolutely agree that whoever makes macaroni and cheese better, know, better know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You have to know what you're doing with the macaroni and cheese. I love it. Hey, check this out. My next question for you guys was this, man. How far is it to drive? Like, what's the cutoff point for you when you think about driving? Like, how far are you willing to drive before you say, okay, I got to find a flight? Because I've always been someone that <clears throat> I never mind driving. When I got drafted to play for the Eagles, I've never in my life driven farther than Clemson, um, farther than um, maybe Florida or something like that. I've, I've never probably driven farther than five hours, maybe four or five hours in Philly from Bamberg was like nine hours, I think. And I remember driving the first time. I had no idea what the heck I was doing. I know it was a, a straight shot, but nobody told me that I was going to run into toll roads, like 10 of those. I had no cash, so I had to get like a little, some, some kind of note or something. But um, my first time really driving, driving far, and <clears throat> I loved it. So when I played in the league, uh, and I played for the Jets. That was a twelve, a twelve, a twelve-hour drive. And Crick, I didn't mind it because you guys would think I'm crazy. I would drive and not play no music and just sit there and chill, and it was awesome. I could make phone calls that I, that I, you know I maybe need to call. I could text people that I maybe need to text back. I could check emails. Don't tell my mom that I'm doing that when I'm driving. Auntie Cindy, don't tell my dad that either. But uh, it was just so awesome. So I'm going to tell you guys this. I had a financial advisor. Um, and <clears throat> whenever I had a break and it was time to go back home, the first thing you know, I would tell him was like, hey, man, I'm going to be driving back down. Um, I'll stop through and check you out. And the first thing he would say, he was like, Sap, you got some money, man. Well, like, don't do this. Don't do this to yourself. You probably should just get your car shipped. And I'll be like, nah, I like driving. I don't mind it. So <laughs> I would drive nine and 12 hours back home. And I loved it. So, you know, my question for you guys is, you know, how far is too far? Um, 
let's see, Marianne said we drive 13 to 13 and a half um, hours back to Massachusetts. I love it. Katie said 13 hours to Florida. I think somebody else says something. Oh, Miss Joanne said she said eight hours to Disney World. I love it. Eight hours to Disney World. Um, I think my girl Crick is watching. If you guys remember when I did that war tour of speaking all to the Northeast, from Clemson, I had to go to Erie, Pennsylvania. I think that was nine hours. Then from there, I went to Niagara Falls, which was only two hours away. From Niagara Falls, I had to go to Saratoga, New York. Have you guys ever heard of Saratoga, New York? It's awesome, by the way, if you ever get a chance to go. Right, Crick? It's awesome. From Niagara Falls to Saratoga was, I think, four hours. And then from Saratoga, I came back down to Philadelphia. And I think Philly from Crick was... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think Philly from from Saratoga, from where you where it was at, Crick was four hours, and then I had to drive nine hours back to Clemson. So uh, I don't mind driving. I really don't. Yeah, Saratoga is beautiful. Uh, it really is. I had no idea that Saratoga was like that. Mel Cans in the building. Crick said, "I used to do cross country trips, but now I'm like no more than 24 max. You coming back in the spring? Yeah, I have to come. Let me tell you something. Saratoga is awesome." I, I didn't know it was so beautiful. If you live up there, I know Crick I know Crick lives up there. Saratoga is awesome. A lot of history and uh, it was beautiful, man. Really beautiful. Mr. Ann said this. Do you drive through DC like Mr. H Mr. Hemingway? Richmond in DC can be a nightmare. Virginia is always a nightmare to drive through, mainly because I feel like the police are just everywhere watching. Like, don't you, don't you go one don't you go one over? Don't you go, don't you speed? You know, whenever I drove, because, you know, I, I played for the, my whole career, I played up north on 95. You guys know 95 go all the way up and down. So I always had to drive through Frapping, Virginia, and it was always a pain. Virginia was always a pain <clears throat> because nine times out of ten, you was going to see a police officer uh, and you would get stopped. And I used to drive, I used to drive late, man. I used to drive at nighttime, at three in the morning. I was the kind of person that I wasn't going to tell you bye. I was going to wait till you go to sleep. And at three o'clock in the morning, I was going to get up and leave. And my friends used to call and say, hey, man, what are we doing today? And I'd be like, uh, I'm already back uh, in Philly. And they're like, man, I knew you was going to do that. So <laughs> I was driving at three in the morning at nighttime. So, you know, I would get stopped <clears throat> at nighttime. So, yes, Virginia was tough. Dudley's in the building. Mary Ann says Saratoga is beautiful. Sharon said Texas think that was about 1812 for Florida. Wow. Um, Mary, I said uh, Virginia is the worst. Yeah. Rick Peters, what's up? Yeah. Virginia is. Why is Virginia like that, though? <clears throat> like it is every time I drove from Philly or New Jersey all the way down. Virginia was always rough, man. Like always. I always was tight driving through there. Like I always made sure I drove. And my financial advisor, he was like, yo, you're driving down. You've gotten some tickets already going through Virginia. He was like, yo, <clears throat> make sure you go five miles under. And then it got to the point where he was like, man, just try to go around. <laughs> try to go. Cause I, I think you can get on 81. That'll take you around 95, something like that. So Virginia was always tough. Um, it's funny you said that, Crick, as far as you think you say, I think you said you, you're driven 18, almost 24 hours. 
I love, I don't mind driving. I, I really don't. I've always been, um, been like that. I want to take a trip across the world. I want to, and in particular, in particular, I want to start from South Carolina and I want to drive all the way to Colorado or maybe go past Colorado to, um, what is it? Washington, maybe or Oregon. Oregon was beautiful when I went, but I want to stop along the way, man. I want <clears throat> to start in South Carolina. I want to stop and I'm terrible at the map. So you guys got to tell me if I'm, if I'm right or wrong. I want to start in South Carolina and I want to drive and I want to stop in maybe Tennessee. I want to stop in Chicago. I want to stop in Utah, of course. I, I have to go to Utah. And then, I, of course, <clears throat> I want to go to Colorado. I looked it up. It's only like, I'm going to say only, it's only like 21-hour drive, I think. But, of course, you know, if I stop, you know, places, that, that'll make the trip longer. But I want to do it, man. I want to do it. And I want to stop. I want to hike. I want to ride my bike. And then I want to get in my car and go to the next state or next, you know, next city. So I want to do it. So, I, you know, I was wondering how far have you guys driven? So I think Colorado is 21 hours, but I'm thinking, you know, get to Colorado. I love Colorado, by the way. And then maybe go a little farther. I don't know, but I'm thinking about that. My girl Crick said she's not going no more than 24 hours. <laughs> I love that. Yo, this is the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. I'm so glad that you guys are here. I'm just saying, 24 hours, I've never driven that far. Uh, my girl Crick said this. She said, she said, I used to lead trips with, with, uh, with teens, and we went from PA to Cali, seven weeks every summer. Holy crap, how was that? My boy Paige is in the building. Paige, how the heck are you? Paige, welcome to the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. Brandon said, you want to go up and over. Yeah, I want to go, I guess. I'm terrible at the map. You guys have to show me the map, but... Yeah, I want to travel. She said, Craig said, that's why you got to live in a, in a van. <laughs> yeah, you know what's cool is uh, those vans that people turn into, you know, like RVs, like homes, and, and they travel. I love that. But honestly, you know, <clears throat> I'm not going to take my truck way across the map, but I would love to rent, you know, rent a truck, you know, big enough for my, for my bike and or, or a van i guess i don't know but i think a truck and drive across the map i i definitely want to stop in chicago everybody and their mama tells me that chicago is a place to go see i most definitely have to go to utah every time i've been to colorado and i'm hiking people have stopped me and said hey man look at these photos of utah you have to go so i definitely want to go to utah what up joseph how the heck are you so i, I, I want to go to utah so um you guys tell me, is is that is that on the way? I don't know. Anyway, anyway, I want to start in South Carolina. I want to stop in um I want to stop in Chicago and Utah. That's the main places I want to stop. And then, you know, Colorado is the is the destination, but I honestly want to keep going and maybe and maybe even go to up to Oregon or go to um I guess go to Vegas, but I don't really know if Vegas is I mean, I don't know. I heard Vegas got some. I've been to Vegas one time, but I would want to go to Vegas to see the hikes. Not really 
I don't know how to gamble. <laughs> okay, this is the Talk To You Tuesday podcast. Kimberly's in the building. Kimberly, how the heck are you? Hope you're doing good. Brian's in the building. Joseph in the building. Miss Joanne said the magic school bus. Oh, she said goodbye. <laughs> I don't know what you guys think. Should I rent a van? Hey, look, I'm so sorry. I've been talking too long. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm so glad you guys are here for the Talk To You Tuesday podcast. I love you. Kimberly said Montana and Alberta. Is that right? Um, Montana, I forgot about Montana. Yeah, my, my uncle told me that Montana is really flat and it's green. I think he said flat. I know he said it's really green. He said that that's, a, that's, that's, that's definitely a place that I should go. Um, but I want to do it. I want to get me a, I guess a van. You guys think I should get a van? I want to get a truck. I want to put my bicycle in there, pack me some clothes and go. And I want to stop and ride my bike and hike. I want to stop at some of the, you know, the beautiful, uh, you know, um, hiking trails. And I want to go all the way to Colorado, man. And depending on, you know, I guess how I feel when I get to Colorado, <clears throat> I want to stay there for a little while and then maybe try and go to Oregon. I've been to Oregon one time and that was early this year. And I want to go back and, you know, spend a little more time. So I want to do it and check this out. I want to go alone because <laughs> I travel alone. I drive alone. So I want to go alone. Of course, you guys know I'm going to take photos and go live and all that good stuff, but I'll probably do it alone. Kimberly said that she said West Montana isn't flat. Gotcha. Yellowstone National Park is in Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming. I heard about Wyoming as well. So, you know, all these places I want to stop, you know, and I don't know how long I'm going to stay when I go to certain places, but I'm thinking maybe a day or two, you know. Ride my bike, hike, sleep, work out, and then drive to the next place. Craig said, you know I've already picked out the dream van. I've got a few options I'll send you. <laughs> Say no more. Sun Valley, Idaho. So, I mean, so I've been to Sedona. Oh, my God. Sedona is awesome. Um, it's funny you guys say that. This year, I was thinking about how God has blessed me, man, to go to some amazing places. And it started... I went to Jamaica early this year. That started it, man. I went to Jamaica. Then I went to Saratoga. And before that, now I went to Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls was, whew, I'm sorry. Before that, I'm sorry. I went to Arizona. And I went to the Grand Canyon, which was mind-blowing. Went to Sedona, which was awesome. Then I went to Maine. Never been to Maine. Maine was awesome. And then I went to... Niagara Falls, from Niagara Falls, I went to Saratoga and it was awesome. So I mean, I've been blessed to go to some amazing places this year. And I was just thinking about that, man, that, you know, I'm, I want to get me a, I want to get me a whip, pack my bike and drive. But Sedona was absolutely amazing. It was amazing. I went over there. Uh, Creek says Sedona is absolutely amazing. One of my favorite places on earth. It was dope, man. Um, the Grand Canyon was just unbelievable. It was just, man, it's just, it's just crazy. Um, Miss Collins said, uh, do it. Don't talk about it. Like you tell us, go follow your dreams. Oh, well, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I got to go do it. So now my thought was, when do I do it? Well, I think I do it in the spring when it's warm. I ain't trying to travel when it's cold. <laughs> I'm not trying to travel when it's cold. Now I do know if I travel in the spring, I, I, 
and go all the way to Colorado, it's going to be cold in Colorado still, you know, when I travel in the spring. Because I don't think it don't get warm up north and over there in Colorado until like May or probably June. So the time to do it, I think, would, would be in the spring. What do you guys think? Kimberly said drive route 66. So I've heard of that before. Can somebody re refresh my memory? What is the route 66? Where does it start and what does it go through? Lee is in the building. Lee, how the heck are you? This is the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. Look, I'm so sorry because I have a script that I write for Talk To Me Tuesday. It's right here in my hand. <laughs> but I just never know what topic that we're going to get on and I'm going to continue to talk about. Look, I do have a topic that I'm going to get to that I want to talk to you guys about for the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. But we're talking about traveling right now. Uh, Crick says, stay south for the for the winter, then go north. That makes sense. So you're saying, so just start in South Carolina and stay south and then go up to the north. Why can't I just start in the spring, which is about what, April? April, what, January, February, March? Yeah, about April. And then start my, my drive over. I think it'll be pretty warm by the time I get, you know, I mean, it won't be as bad by the time I get to Colorado. How about that? Um, Kimberly said, yep, it snows out there. <laughs> yeah. Crick said, why wait? You're right. That is true. Why wait? You're right. Miss Collins said it too. She said, don't be up about it. Talk about it. So like I tell you guys, so I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to do it. And here's, and here's another thing I want to add on. Tell me what you guys think about this. Danny is in the building. You guys say what's up to my boy, Danny. Tell me what you guys think about this. As I make my drive across the map and maybe this is too much i don't know i want to stop in in different cities and i want to you know maybe stay for a couple of days as long as i can and i want to go substitute at different schools especially places where i know people you know where i know people how cool would that be <laughs> Uh, I'm on my trip across the map and I stop for a couple of days and, you know, I call ahead of time and set it up with the school and I sub, I hike, ride my bike, and then I go to the next place. You know, I just, th I think about stuff like that, you know, cause that's a way for me to, you know, shake, shake some hands, make some connections and, you know, um, you know, try and get my foot in the door uh, to come back or to speak in the area. How about that? Uh, Crick said this, she said, she said, hit in, in, uh, in M. What is that? What is in M? Arizona, Southern California for the winter, then head up to coast for the spring. Gotcha. We got to talk about that, Crick. Kimberly said, you better be back for a baseball game. Oh, I'm most definitely not missing the baseball game, Miss Kimberly. You guys do an amazing job over there, and I love it. The food is great. It's a nice vibe. Won't do that. Doug's in the building. New Mexico. Okay, I've never been to New Mexico in my life. So I got to map this thing out. I got to do it. So you guys get ready. I'm going to take a trip and we go travel and you guys are going to go with me. How about that? Are you bald? But don't worry. I am too. Try the Baldy Pro, the new Blade 2.0. We were all born bald, baby. Check this out websites did you guys know that i have my own website um i have let's see i have my nonprofit foundation www.therickysapfoundation.com if you guys didn't know today 
today, 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 I can't say that word. Today is giving day, which means you can go to my foundation because it's 5013C and you can donate to the foundation. How about that? <laughs> I also have my speaking website and is www.rickysap.com. Social media, I'm on Twitter as Sap91. I'm on YouTube as Ricky Sap. I'm on Facebook as Ricky Sap. Instagram, I'm RSAP Foundation and the Dance and Motivational Speaker. I have TikTok, which is, I guess, one of the popular ones. I'm on TikTok as the Dancing Motivational Speaker. And now this. Smoothie King in Myrtle Beach has two locations. One in Polly's Island and a new one in Market Commons by Publix. We love, we love a good Publix. Not better than Walmart, though. But at both of these locations, they carry the King Ricky Smoothie. It's a post-recovery smoothie with whey protein, almond milk, strawberries, and joint health. Now, let me say it slowly. It's a post-recovery smoothie with whey protein, almond milk, strawberries, and joint health. And it's called the King Ricky Smoothie. And you can go to these two locations and ask for the King Ricky Smoothie. If you live in Myrtle Beach and you haven't tried it, shame on you. Shame on you. You don't love me. <laughs> but you guys can also go to any other Smoothie King and show them the ingredients and they will make the King Ricky smoothie for you. And now this, are you guys ready for the message that I have for you? Here's what I wrote down for you guys tonight for the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. Here we go, check this out. <clears throat> are you willing to share your gifts? Are you willing? The thing that I know about us, about human beings, about people in general, all of us have gifts. Uh, some of us have one gift. Some of, some of us have two. Some got three. Some got four. Some got five. For those of you that got five or more, I hate you. <laughs> but we all have we all have gifts. And one of the things that I know is that a lot of people are not really willing to find out or figure out what they're good at. You know, they're not willing to figure out their gifts. Now, some people know their gifts, but they're not willing to use them. And my question uh, for you guys is, are you willing to share your gifts? If not, why not? Is it that you don't want the fame, the recognition? You don't want to do it because what comes with living life and living in your, your purpose and using your gifts, sometimes it comes hard work. It's going to come with it. But also pain and defeat is going to come with it. And I think those things tend to run people away or scare people away from using their gifts and trying to chase uh, what they're passionate about or living in their purpose. I'm going to say it again. Some people, I think, are not willing to use their gifts because of what comes with it when you're on your journey, you know, using your gifts or, or living in your, your purpose or chasing your passion. Hard work is going to come with it. 
pain is going to come with it and defeat is going to come with it. And I don't care what you do in life. Defeat is coming anyway. And then the last thing is this, and this is what I ask myself as well. Are you okay with just existing? I'm going to say it again. Are you okay with, ju with just existing? Maybe you're someone that you can care less about, you know, using your gifts. Maybe you, you don't want to be bothered with, um, you know, sharing your gift to the world, you know, figuring out what you're good at. Um, because, you know, I know the thing that can be frustrating for a lot of people is that we all born with different gifts, but God doesn't show it to us like right away. Like you got to figure it out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like he hides it and then you got to figure it out. Now I heard a pastor say this, I, I'm not preaching, but I heard a pastor say the reason why God hides, I guess your gifts and your purpose within you is because the enemy, you know, he, he can put thoughts in our mind, but he don't know what we thinking. And he don't know what's in our spirit, you know? So I, I heard a pastor say something like that. Maybe I said it wrong, but he said, that's the reason why God hides our, our purpose, you know, and, you know, he kind of hides our gifts. So I've met people that have been frustrated because they don't know what they're good at. When most times and all the time, we know what we're good at, but we just don't pay attention to, you know, how things make us feel when we're doing certain things. Now, I wanna I wanna bring this name up to you because I just watched the documentary on this guy, Barry Sanders, who is a very interesting dude, man. Barry Sanders is interesting. We all know he retired early, you know, uh, before a lot of people thought that his time was up. You know, I think he played 10 years, which is a long time. But he played 10 years and then he retired and people was shocked. And you never really knew, you know, why this dude, you know, why he did it. I watched the documentary and the first thing that I guess he said or that you see when you watch this Barry Sanders documentary is that he hates the spotlight. Like he doesn't celebrate. He doesn't like, you know, talking about how, how good he is. And he can care less about breaking records. Like, if you guys have ever watched a Barry Sanders highlight, the dude is amazing. But if you watch this documentary, he does things that are amazing. Score a touchdown, and then he just hands the ball to the ref. But he was someone that didn't care about fame. But he was willing to give his gift to the world for 10 years. And then some people say, well, you know, he kind of, he cut us short, you know, and he cut himself short. But when you talk to him, you know, <clears throat> and you watch the documentary, he says, he said, look, you know, I felt like I didn't have any more to give. He felt like he wasn't, you know, as uh, excited about it. But for 10 years, he was willing to give his gift to the world, but he didn't care about the fame. I always wonder and, 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 and think about what other gifts do do I have and how can I give it to the world? Some people are not willing to give uh, the gifts to the world. Check this out. I love this quote. 
The meaning of life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give it away. I'll read it again. The meaning of life is to find your gift. That's the meaning. The purpose of life is to give it away. When we think about so many people that, of course, actors and people that sing and rap and um, what um, people that do all that stuff, you know, they give their gift to the world. But there's so many other people that do great things. People that do hair, people that cut grass, doctors, lawyers, um, people that write movies, that write books. You know, there's 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 so many things that um, people do, right? But some people still go to their grave and have never ever figured out what their gifts was. And for the most for the most part, a lot of people are not willing uh, to give their gifts to the world. I've I've seen it. I've talked to people, and people some people are okay with just existing. Now, as as long as I can remember. I played sports and once I figured out I was, you know, I was really good. That's what I did. And I never really thought about, Hey, you know, I'm giving, I'm, I'm, I'm showing my gift, you know, every time I play this sport, I didn't realize until I was older when I got done playing ball and I figured out what my true purpose was and what my other gifts was. I didn't figure out that it was important for me to give this gift away. I'm big on serving. I think that one of the biggest things that we can do as human beings is is serve each other. Now, does everybody deserve to be served? No. But in general, I think that we were all put here uh, to serve at some kind of capacity. And I think one of the biggest things that we can do is give our gift to the world. And if you are a believer, I think that when you are not afraid to give your gift to the world and show the world, you know, your greatness and what you're great at, I think God sits somewhere and he's smiling because when you display your greatness or your gift, you know, that's, I think that's giving glory to God, you know, and I like to think that he's sitting some way smiling like, hmm, I gave him that gift and he's using it pretty good, you know, something like that. So. Are you guys willing to share your gifts? And I think that we all have a gift to give away. And here's the thing. It don't have to be. You got to be a movie star. You got to play a sport. We all got different gifts. And I think the first thing is that you have to be willing to figure out what that gift is. Here's a simple answer for you on how to find out what you're good at. Here's a real simple answer. Try things. And the next time you try things, pay attention to how you feel. I never in a million years would have thought that I love hiking. But when I went that time in California, I think I was kind of forced to pay attention to how I felt. I always had in my mind that I wanted to do something, some coloring or drawing or do something with art. And once I did it, I loved it. You have to try things in order to figure out 
What makes you happy? And what are you good at? I go over and father and say this. If you don't know what you're good at and you don't know what to do, do something, you know, do something. <laughs> I told some of the players that at Clemson, I said, look, man, because one of the guys was like, man, you know, I don't know what else I'm good at. You know, I play football. I say, I told him, I said, I want you to, I want you to go walking uh, on a trail. I want you to walk and just do that and think and enjoy that. And then I said, I want you to go to a gun range. I want you to shoot some guns. You know, I want you to do that. And then I said, I want you to, um, I want you to go to the store. I want you to walk through the store. I want you to do that. And then I said, I want you to go out somewhere uh, where there's a lot of people, not necessarily a club. I want you to go out and I want you to pay attention to how you feel when you do each and every one of those things. And I say, if that don't work, then we got to come up with some new things that you can try. You have to try things in order for you to figure out what you're good at, what you like. I think I can sing. Okay, I really don't think that. But, you know, I love music. I love dancing. Um, and I love trying. You know, I, I, I love trying things. Now, I, I, I'm not going to say that I was someone that always been that way. But in this part of my life, I'm willing to try any and everything. Because who the heck knows what other gifts that I have? I may have some other gifts that I have that I know nothing about, <clears throat> but I would never, ever figure it out if I don't try. Watch this. My girl Kim said this. She said, I think and wish that uh, all of us are uh, all of us uh, are gifts and artists in our own way. We are here for a reason. We are God's children. I believe that. And I agree with that 100%. Malachi Goodwin is in the building. Timon is in the building. My boy Brandon Ford came in the building. Kimberly said this. She said, I can talk to a wall and make it talk back. I never don't meet a friend. My gift is talking. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Before I, when I remember, I'm not going to lie and say I do this every time. Before I do my podcast, when I remember, I pray. And I prayed tonight. And one of the things I told God, I said, man, thank you for blessing me with the, the voice to be able to sound good on a podcast because you, I, anybody can do a podcast, but I think that God gave certain people to have a voice to where it sounds good on a podcast. And look, I didn't realize that until a couple of years ago that I had a, a very unique voice. And I'm just saying the truth. I was, <laughs> I was in the shower one night in Myrtle beach and I was like, man, my voice sounds, I can really hear my voice. What is that? You know, it sounds different. So um, we all got so many different gifts, man. And uh, we have to be willing to try. Somebody, somebody, somebody uh, I went to school with reached out to me before I started this podcast and was like, you know, you need to do a live. And I'm like, why? It's like, you know, you've accomplished a lot. You've been through a lot. You need to get on live and talk about it. So I'm like, okay. So someone told me to try it. And I tried it. And if I didn't, I would never know that I was supposed to be uh, doing a podcast and talking. And I would probably wouldn't even pay attention to the fact that I have a podcast voice. So my simple advice to you guys is <clears throat> you have to try things, man. And here's the thing. I don't want to hear no bull crap about, 
you know, you're, you, you, you are older now and you don't have time. If you are breathing, your heart is beating, you got time. You have time. And I want to encourage you guys to first be willing to try things so you can figure out what you enjoy doing and then figure out what you're good at. And then I want you to be willing to give your gift to the world. I told some kids this a long time ago when I was talking to them and I said, you owe us what you have in you. You owe us. We all do. You owe us what you have in you because there's something in you that can help someone in this world. Doctors, lawyers, people that fix things, people that cut grass, people that do hair. I think people that do hair are like some of the best people in the world because that is an artist. They are creating and making you look good. (laughs) Artists. So I think that people that do hair, I think that you are, I think that you have like one of the, the greatest gifts ever given to a human being. I just do. But I want you guys to be willing to, man, give that gift away because there's someone that needs it. Check this out. Your kids or someone in your family may need what's in you. And you owe it to yourself. Man, you owe it to uh, owe it to us <laughs> to give that gift to the world. Because your gift, check this out, your gift is going to live long after you're gone. I, I said this earlier today. When I leave, I want to leave a legacy. And I want it to live forever. Man, I want things that I say to live forever. I want things that I've done to live forever. And I want my kids to be able to do the same thing. So you have a gift. I want you guys to be willing uh, to give it away. Georgianne, who's someone who is a massage therapist. Man, I think that she has an amazing gift. How many of you guys have ever gotten a massage? <laughs> it's a beautiful, it's it's a beautiful thing. You know, it's it's art. And here's the thing: people that do hair and they are massage therapists, they're a chiropractor, man, to me, that's art because they know how to move your body and make you feel better, you know? So people like that, man, they got a gift, but you have a gift in you as well. And, 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 and I want you to be willing to give your gift away. Look, listen to this quote and I'm done. I'll talk to you guys long enough. The meaning of your life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give it away. I want you guys to, if you don't know, figure out what your gift is. Once you figure it out, how can you give it away? Be willing to give your gift away. I love you guys so much, man. Let's see some of the comments. My boy Brandon said this, but before that, um, Kim said, I always wanted to write a book. Can never get first, the first down on paper. I have a million stories in my head. Man, Kimberly, the world needs to read your book. And I'll leave it at that. Brandon said this. He said, it's crazy, but true. It's not always what we want, but what God wants. But he wants, 
what he wants will lead us to what we want. His wants will lead us to what we want. I love that, man. I love that. When God showed me my purpose was to do work with kids and be a motivational speaker, I said, yes, let's go. You know, lead the way. You know, I'm willing to do it. But some people, like you said, you know, Brandon, is some people not willing to do that. And, you know, God, God will run you down now. He, 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 well, I won't say run you down because he ain't going to do that. But he going to show you. Like, hey, look, this is what I want you to do. Hey, this right here, this right here. But it's on us to to pay attention and to and to seek it out. Uh, my girl Georgianne came in the building. She said, "Thank you, Gigi. You are most definitely welcome." Gigi said, "I was blessed to discover my gift as young as I did. I love it. I didn't discover my gift until I was I was fairly young. You know, I was uh, I was just I think leaving the NFL, and I was about." 27 28 maybe younger than that but i was thankful that you know god showed me my gift because some people have a harder time figuring out what their gift is god showed me what mine, what mine was i feel like god was like all right listen listen to me i feel like god slapped me across my head and like look this is it right here this is what i want you to do pay attention <laughs> so i i uh i love that so look figure out what your gift is and then frap and use it Check this out. Your gift, your gift is what makes you a walking ATM. Did y'all catch that? That's a whole nother topic. I ain't go there. But your gift will make room for you and bring you everything you need. But you got to be willing to use your gift. I heard a pastor say this. God don't give money. God give gifts. Which your gifts will bring you what you need. And here's the thing I want to tell you guys. And I think George Ann will agree with this. Profit is not a bad word. I had to learn that because as a motivational speaker, when I got started six years ago, one of the things that I hated and I hated and I hated was charging people. I did not want to talk about money. I didn't want to do it. But what I had to learn was profit is not a bad word. And I think because God gave us gifts that our gifts were meant for us to make financial gains. Profit is not a bad word. Your gift, when you are willing to use your gifts, your gifts will bring everything you need. Your gifts make you a walking ATM. Your gifts will bring you everything you need. So I want you guys to be willing uh, to live in your gifts. Look, that's it. I got to get out of here. I kept you guys long enough. <laughs> Check this out. The meaning of your life is to find your purpose. And then the purpose of your life is to give it away. Okay, look, I'm not sure if Auntie Cindy is still on here, but Auntie Cindy, give me the cue, and then I'm going to tell all of you guys I love you. Listen, we are going to New Jersey, New York this weekend. We're going to Pennsylvania first, then we're going to New Jersey, then we're going back to Pennsylvania. So you guys get ready. It's going to be an amazing weekend. I'm excited. I'm going to take a lot of photos. It's going to be a cool, cool moment for me. Uh, so blessed to be a part of an NFL organization. Um, that's, that's bringing the old heads back. Hey, I may try and ask them for a workout. I still got it, <laughs> but I'm so blessed. And, uh, you guys are going with me. We are going to the New York Jets game, uh, this Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons. Miss Joanne, it was so glad to see you. She said, thank you. So glad I could catch you for chatting tonight. Hey, I love you, Miss Joanne. Thank you so much for, uh, for watching tonight. So, I don't think my auntie Sydney is still in the building, but my boy Brandon 
gave me the cue and he said, in my auntie Cindy voice, people need people, people encourage people. Love is love. Love one another. Uh, there are some caring teachers and only wants the best for children. Have an amazing night. Share your gifts. With that being said, Miss Joanne, I love you. Deneen said this. She's talking to Kimberly. She said, I was going to do the same thing. You can even use speech to text and then edit. I love it. Miss Deneen, I love you. Gigi, you know I love you. Kimberly, I love you. I cannot wait for baseball season. Brandon Hemingway, I love you. Uh, Miss Tanya, I love you. Uh, my boy Brandon Ford was in the building. I love you. Tomorrow's in the building. Malachi Goodman, my brother, I love you. Miss Becky Dukes, I love you. Amanda Taylor, I love you. Thank you for watching. Crick, I love you. Doug, I love you. Let's see what's in the building. Danny, my boy, was in the building. I love you. Crick, love you again. Lee, I love you, Lee. Miss Collins, I don't love you yet. I'm saving you for last. You're my favorite. Um, let's see. Let's see who else is in the building. Marlena was in the building. I love you. My girl Katie Gay was in the building. I love you. Sharon. Sharon M, I love you. Joseph Thomas, I love you. Bye. Let's see. Bradley, I love you. Let's see. Paige. Paige Kenneth, I love you. Rick Peters, I love you. Marianne, I love you. Mel Can, I love you. Sharon, love you again. Dudley, I love you. Let's see. Uh, Marianne, love you again. Miss Joanne, I thank you for watching tonight. My boy, Paul, who gave me the Turntable Tuesday name, I love you. Uh, Auntie Cindy, I love you, even though you're gone. Let's see. My boy, Fryer Williams in the building. Ernestine Wilson, I double love you. Nikki Duncan, I love you. Let's see. Tiffany H, I love you. Deneen, I don't love you again. You was late. <laughs> Miss uh, Williams, I love you. My boy Ivan, my classmate, I love you. I love you, love you, love you. And last but not least, Miss Collins, my favorite, my absolutely favorite. I love you. And uh, let's get that, let's get that foot healed up. Okay. I love you guys so much, man. You guys have an amazing, amazing Tuesday night. Get ready to travel uh, up north this weekend. I love you. God bless and dream big, live big.